Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of June 25th, 2023. This Saturday, July 1st, I'm hosting a Venus retrograde workshop. Venus will retrograde in the sign of Leo, and I am really excited to see how this is going to show up in the collective. It's a very interesting transit. It's going to be exciting and dynamic. I want to help people prepare, stay present, and thrive through this. So I'll be sharing a lot of information about Venus, the retrograde, previous cycles, as well as doing readings for people to give an idea of what to look out for based on your chart. So if interested, you can sign up at the link in the show notes or go straight to my website, astrologybyceleste.com. I'm also speaking for Synchronicity University, the Powerhouse Women Speaker Series, and the San Diego Astrological Society this July. So check out the show notes. You really want to sign up now if you're going to either of those. So check the show notes, and I hope to see you at one of the talks. So first up, an astrology and action story. So last week, we had a new moon in Gemini. Gemini rules transportation, squaring Neptune in Pisces. And Pisces is the sign of the sea as well as Neptune. And I mentioned that the sun also was conjunct Atlantis last week. It really jumped out at me when I was looking and preparing for the podcast And so there's a story related to this. A company named OceanGate makes submarines for tourist travel into the ocean. And on Sunday, the day of the new moon, one of their submarines took five people down to see the wreckage of the Titanic. And within an hour or so, it went missing. So Neptune the sea going missing. Neptune also rules leaks and Neptune was at the top of the chart when the vessel launched. And that's speculation of one of the things that could have gone wrong is that there could have been a leak in the vessel. Now, as I'm recording this, the results are not known about what has happened They're still frantically searching for the vessel, but it's highly unlikely they will find it and be able to extricate the people alive. One of the other transits that was active at the new moon was Jupiter in Taurus was sextile Saturn in Pisces, Saturn and Jupiter moving towards each other. So Jupiter in Taurus, a billionaire, Jupiter, big wealth. Taurus, you know, money, Saturn in Pisces, uh, hardship, potentially death in the sea. 
And on the day they launched, Saturn was stationing retrograde. So an astrologer would have never launched this vessel that is so important with a new moon in Gemini squaring Neptune, the planet of leaks and loss and disillusion. So it's a very sad story, but it's so in line with the natal chart of the new moon. And at the time the new the vessel was launched, the moon was at 29 degrees of Gemini. 29 degrees is this crisis degree, is the anoretic degree. It's very unstable. It's a degree of decay. And it was King Kung's Pluto and Capricorn. Pluto rules catastrophes and, you know, life and death transformations. So King Kung says, move us into new situations where we have to release and let go of things. So yeah, the, the chart was just a very unstable inauspicious chart to be launching this vessel. But I mean, the root cause is probably maybe when Saturn, the week before, Mercury had squared Saturn. Mercury and Gemini square Saturn and Pisces. Maybe some mistake, Mercury, as they were putting the vessel together, or, you know, I'm sure they'll figure out maybe what went wrong. But Yeah, the astrology is really not looking good for them to be able to recover this with people alive. But we shall see. Perhaps the Jupiter sextile will bring a miracle. The theme of this week is cybersecurity, and there are three big things I want you to think about. The first is that we are going to have a first quarter moon tomorrow where the sun will be at four degrees of Cancer and the moon at four degrees of Libra. And first quarter moons are squares, they're times for taking action. And we can think about cancer as a sign of home, family, and foundations, but also about our personal feelings of security and Libra being about relationships and balance and harmony. And so this can be, you know, a time where we are reflecting on, you know, people in relationship about bringing balance between them and their partner in terms of the tasks that you're doing at home to keep your family and household running. And maybe there is some negotiation that is needed in order for you to find win-win solutions together. The birth of this lunar gestational cycle was September 25th, 2022, when there was a new moon at two degrees of Libra. So you can look back and see if there's sometime in September, early October, if there's something that happened then that relates to this cycle nine months later now, and then the next activation will be in March of 2024. So yeah, you can keep the dates in mind. See if you see a story. Most likely will be a story if you have planets or points between zero and five of the cardinal signs. So that would be Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. For myself, this first quarter moon is conjunct my two degrees of Libra IC. And that's the point that starts the fourth house of home, family, and foundations. And I have Uranus near my IC as well. So this first quarter moon is activating my IC and Uranus conjunction. And it's squaring the sun in my 12th house of hardship and misfortune. 
And so for people who watch my Instagram lives, they've been working on my courtyard forever. And I'm not sure about this exact date. They put up the scaffolding. I think it might have been around nine months ago. I have to check all of my notes. But last week, they took the scaffolding down right after the new moon in Gemini so that now I can see again in my courtyard. So sun squared Neptune last week. Neptune is like fog or Vaseline on a mirror. So you can't see clearly. Well, now I can see clearly. So when we're looking at these lunar gestational families, we look at like two weeks either way on the side of the lunation phase. So yeah, this is very clearly aligned to me in terms of finally this Uranian work that's been so disruptive of my life is finally done. I'm so happy. For Floridians, the new moon back in September of 2022 was related to Hurricane Ian. So anyone impacted by that storm can take a look at like, where were they then? Where are they now? And there'll probably be some kind of pivot point for many people who were impacted by that storm. Now, Mercury is on the fixed star Betelgeuse. This is one of the most fortunate stars that talks about being effective and brilliant and successful. It amplifies talents. So if you have any planets or points at 28 Gemini, you have something conjunct this fixed star. And if it is Mercury, you may have a special talent around communication. You may be blessed with abundant creativity. And so this could be a really powerful month for you. Now, in terms of us in the collective, I'm really interested to see what story shows up because also during this lunation, Mercury is squaring Neptune. So this can be the planet of communication squaring the planet of illusions and delusions. Both are at 27 degrees, Mercury 27 Gemini, Neptune 27 Pisces, and Mars, the planet of action conflict, is in Leo, and it's square Uranus in Taurus. So both of those are at 21 degrees. And Mars is conjunct the asteroid Astrea. So just be aware, there's probably going to be something. This is why I said cyber security. Because Mercury square Neptune and Mars square Uranus to me screams cyber attack or something confusing leading to a big problem and it may be something done intentionally. So I want you to really look in the news for stories around, it could be things with Australia about lawsuits, someone filing a lawsuit about something or legal judgments, looking at the United States chart there's an activation that makes me think because Mercury is King Kunks Pluto and that there may be some kind of judgment or thing, especially like uh, it jumped out at me potentially about trans kids and the gender treatments and surgeries and all sorts of things. There may be a big thing coming up about that. So I thought cybersecurity, legal cases, be very, very careful about clicking on anything. Yeah, there's also been recently in the news stories about 
you know, these scammers who can take people's voices, they get just a snippet of your voice and they can like call your relative and make your relative think they're talking to you and you're telling them you need money because you've been kidnapped or something like that. Maybe there'll be an amplification of that story in the news. Now, Neptune is also conjunct Pandora, the asteroid. So opening Pandora's box could be something that comes up. So you could click on an email or do something where like all the troubles of the world come out at you. So just be mindful, be extra careful about cybersecurity. If something sounds too good, it probably is too good. Yeah, maybe this will be when they find the vessel or there's some information about what happened to the Ocean Gate submarine. Now, I think I forgot to mention last week, the sun was conjunct Atlantis. Atlantis was the lost city. Them going to see the Titanic, the lost ship. I mean, the astrology was just incredible about how the new moon tied into that chart. So maybe we'll be hearing more about that. But yeah, just be mindful. Mercury square Neptune, what you hear may not be the truth. Ask for clarity. Use your intuition and stay safe. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that Mercury will enter the sign of Cancer on Monday as well at 5.32 p.m. Pacific time. Monday is going to be a wild day news-wise. So, you know, pay attention to stories and relate them to the themes of astrology. Now, Mercury and Cancer, the planet of communication and a water sign. Remember, water signs are mute. They're sensitive. Cancer is sensitive. It's emotional. You may find that you're like rich images or imagination. I think this week can be really incredible for artists or people trying to do something creative. Now, if you're in a meeting, notice if it's 5.32 p.m. Pacific time when Mercury changes signs, if people are really chatty and then they get silent. Because Mercury and Gemini, it's at home, it's so comfortable, it's easy to, it's just easy to talk, 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 express ideas, then it goes into Cancer and becomes more introspective. One thing is to be aware of wishful thinking and, you know, do reality checks for yourself. That will help you through this transit. You may want to initiate something creative is good for this energy. Now, on Friday, Neptune will station at 27 degrees of Pisces and go retrograde until about December 6th. Neptune rules things like the ocean or any kind of big water bodies. It rules leaks. It rules deception. It rules arts and the creativity, spiritual things, religious things. Psychic abilities are all these kinds of things that Neptune rules. So there may be big news around about oceans, or I'm thinking about desalination. With Mercury on beetle gaze, look for stories about success around these topics. Now, there may be some big leaks or news coming out about deception and things like that. Now, this can be a very creative time for artists. 
Carol Rushman, an astrologer who's written an incredible book about the art of predictive astrology, has talked about how a lot of her artistic clients do their masterworks while Neptune is retrograde. Your psychic abilities can be enhanced, but watch out for delusions and paranoia, especially five days before and after a planet stations to change direction is when the energy is most intense. People with drug issues or mental health issues need to be very aware that they could feel a pull to escape. So really be mindful about delusions or paranoia. Do reality checks. Be realistic with your decision making is how what you can think about about this week. Don't get lost in flights of fancy and wishful thinking and missteps for what you need to do. Just slow down. Neptune also rules gasoline, and we know that Saudi Arabia is cutting production of oil. So that's another Neptune retrograde story that we know is coming up. On Sunday, the word of the day is misrepresentation. We start the week with the moon in Virgo. And so in this morning, if you want to do some cleaning or decluttering, Virgo energy brings order to chaos. It's a great thing to do. Now, Juno in Cancer, Juno is the asteroid of partnership, is sextile the north node in Taurus. And Taurus is a pleasure-seeking energy. Taurus rules is an earth sign, so embodiment in the north node, where we are going, where we are aiming to go. Consider what do you want to partner with around your health and well-being? Are there any new routines and rituals you want to bring in? Maybe you and your partner want to do something together or with a good friend. This is the day Mercury squares Neptune. Mercury at 27 Gemini, Neptune at 27 Pisces. Now, when this transit happens, the moon is trying Pluto at the moon at 29 Virgo, Pluto at 29 Capricorn. Trines is like easy flows of energy where things can, all restrictions are removed and things can happen really fast. So be very careful about deception. Like Mercury square Neptune is the con artist aspect. So some people who are very dishonest, either dishonest or can sometimes be at some point in their life have issues where they are tricked by dishonest people or or believe what they're hearing from a dishonest person can have this aspect either in their chart or being made by transit. Yeah, this could be a kid has his hand in the cookie jar and mom says, you know, did you eat the cookie? And the kid's like, no, and has crumbs all over the face. Like someone could just be lying to you or misrepresenting what they're doing or something like that. It doesn't have to be earth shaking. They're going to steal every penny you have. But just be mindful about misrepresentation on this day. The moon will enter the sign of Libra at 3.56 p.m. Pacific time. Libra is the sign of partnerships, balance, harmony. So you can think about what do you need to do to bring more balance in your life or in your partnerships. On Monday, the word of the day is explosive. This is the day of the first quarter moon at 4 Libra at 1249 a.m. This is the day Mars will square Uranus. Now Mars in Leo, 21 Leo, squaring Uranus in Taurus, 
21 tour. So it can be explosive reporting. This transit is activating Donald Trump's chart. It could be more about his never-ending legal issues. His chart is very activated by this. It could be someone else totally different. It could be a literal explosion. Mars and Leo is very fiery. But I'm kind of feeling like it's information, explosive information. So we'll see what happens on this day. But yeah, just be very aware that something could be big. One of the reasons I think it's more legal is that Libra rules things around law and justice. This could be important in the U.S. because the U.S. has a Libra midheaven at one degree of Libra in the Sibley chart. And the midheaven is the most public part of the chart. And so the moon being up there, there could be big news in the U.S. about relationships, legal cases, things like that. On Tuesday, the word of the day is converse. Mercury and Cancer sextile the North Node. They're both at one degrees, Mercury and Cancer, North Node and Taurus. This is an opportunity to make your own magic. Yin sextiles, you create the opportunities. Sextiles are about opportunities. You can take the right really creatively or do something really creative on this day. If you're thinking about saying something to someone they may help you move forward in your life. So maybe you want to ask your boss for the opportunity for a project or something. They may feel extra inclined to grant your wish. Now, just be aware some deals made during this week may fall through. Neptune dissolves things. It's, yeah, it's not a stable foundation necessarily. Be very careful if you're doing something big like buying a house or something like that. You may not be seeing everything clearly. On Wednesday, the word of the day is discipline. The moon enters the sign of Scorpio at 1.55 a.m. Pacific time. Scorpio is deep water. Soon after, the moon will hit the south node. So that can be, you want to be very disciplined in what you're saying and what you're doing. Yeah, the sun in Cancer and the south node is a drain. It's a, a release point. Yeah, I think this might be the last time the moon hits the south node in Scorpio before it changes signs. So yeah, there may be something important that's going on for people whose charts are activated. The sun in Cancer will try and Saturn in Pisces. They're both at seven degrees. This is easy flowing energy. There may be a spotlight in the news about a water crisis or something about a religious crisis or people with their son in cancer may be elevated in the news. I want you to think about being practical and have self-control because there's a grand trine in water in the sky. And with the Saturn and South Node, both are considered malefic involved. There could be problems. Yeah, I'm wondering if President Biden is going to get caught up in some kind of scandal this month around his son and his son's partners from Ukraine or something like that, where things are going to come out that just came to me. On Thursday, the word of the day is brilliance. I'm getting a big image of diamonds. I don't know if 
Rihanna is about to have her baby or what, but that just came to me diamonds. So the sun in cancer is sesquisquare Uranus. This is a hard aspect. I'm getting feelings of jewelry. Maybe part of this will be like somebody does a jewelry heist this week or tries to steal like the crown jewel. I don't know. Because Venus in Leo is trying Chiron. Venus, jewelry, women, beauty, Leo, royalty, things like that. Trying Chiron wounds. It can also be a great opportunity for healing in your relationships. The gibbous moon at 23 degrees of Scorpio is at 7.55 p.m. Gibbous moons, the moon is pregnant with possibilities. It's the last phase before it becomes full. It's a great time to partner with others. And Mercury and Cancer is trying Saturn. This is a, both at seven degrees. With the Sun and Mercury both making smooth trines with Saturn, it's a great time to get organized, to get disciplined, to yeah, really work to get stuff done. Now, some people may be having a crisis of faith. So watch out about getting in emotional loops and feeling disillusioned with life and wallowing in self-pity and feeling really lost. If you need help, reach out to people. Yeah, with Mercury sextile, the North Node, there is help for you. You may just have to put some effort into finding it. On Friday, the word of the day is intuition. The moon enters Sagittarius at 7.59 a.m. Pacific time. I love a Sagittarius moon. This energy is fiery. It's feisty. It's fun. So if you feeling, were feeling down with the moon and the intense, deep, penetrating, obsessive waters of Scorpio, you may wake up feeling much better on Friday when the moon is in Sagittarius. So really take care of yourself if you're feeling really intense during the moon in Scorpio. But Hopefully you feel great today. Neptune stations to go retrograde at 27 degrees of Pisces. Yeah, this could be a time where your intuition is heightened. Mercury will go Kazemi at 10.05 p.m. Pacific time at nine degrees of Cancer. So look, if you have something at nine degrees of Cancer especially, this could be a really important transit for you where you can download divine information when a planet goes Kazemi, it goes through the heart of the sun where it's like near death and all of the like the junk it's accumulated since the last time it met the sun is burned off. It's also like at the seat of the king. So it's like a rebirth cycle when a planet goes Kazemi. So Mercury is being reborn. Take a few minutes to just do a little meditation and maybe some great, amazing, creative ideas will come to you. On Saturday, the word of the day is expansive. Mercury is sextile Jupiter. Mercury in Cancer, sextile Jupiter in Taurus. They are both at nine degrees of their respective signs. And then the sun will sextile Jupiter at nine degrees of sun and cancer, Jupiter and Taurus. This is really nice energy, potentially. Jupiter expands things. It makes everything bigger. It's the planning of blessings and abundance. Watch out for overdoing things, though. You can put too much on your plate with Mercury and Jupiter talking. 
Yeah, this is a great time for evaluating future plans and coming up with ideas. Now, Venus is contraparallel Uranus. That's like an opposition. Venus will square Uranus tomorrow. So I wonder if on Friday there's going to be some financial news or big surprising news. Be careful with fireworks if you celebrate the 4th of July. There is energy from Mercury square Neptune to blow off your fingers from the, you know, the first quarter moon is kind of in effect the whole week. So be careful. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories, or let me know how the themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, Please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 